Hello, beloveds, and welcome to the Rockville Connection, a virtual ministry podcast of the UU Congregation of Rockville. I am one of your hosts, Matthew P. Taylor. My pronouns are they and he, and I am one half of the ministerial intern team. And my co-host is Kirk W. Freeman, the other half of the ministerial intern team. Kirk uses the pronouns he and him. Thank you, Matthew. This month, our theme is possibility. We will be talking to members and friends of the congregation, and maybe even some staff members, about people and situations in their lives that make them believe that anything is possible. We begin our time together with a centering moment. Friends, if you have a chalice or candle handy at home, please get it ready to light it with these words by the renowned boxer and activist, Muhammad Ali. Impossible is just a big word thrown around by small people who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact, it's an opinion. Impossible is not a declaration, it's a dare. Amen, Ashe and blessed be. So our special guest today is Larissa Johnson. Larissa, in just a second, I will have you tell us about how you found UUCR, your pronouns, and just a little bit about us, or about yourself. So Larissa, come on in. (laughs) Awesome. So Larissa Johnson, my pronouns are she, her, hers. And as everyone, not everyone, but most folks that are calling in, I am calling in from the Piscataway lands. And so I just want to call that into our space as well. And um, it was very interesting as you were doing that quote, Kirk, because I was thinking you were going to say impossible just as I am possible. Like I've heard that before, and I really always attribute that attributed that to Muhammad Ali. Uh, I love probably that. never said it, but yeah, I, it's just I am possible. So, yeah, so I'm excited. And then you asked how I found UUCR, and <clears throat> I moved to Rockville, Maryland, in 2016 for a job with the county. And every year of my life, I would attend a church on Easter with my great grandmother. So I was lucky enough to have my great grandmother in my life until I was 31 years old. She lived to 101. So talk about possibilities. She actually, this is very funny. She actually, uh, it's funny. Anyway, she, um, we had someone else in our family die in 1986. And when that person passed, they were buried at the same place as my great grandmother's area like location that she was going to be buried at one day her husband had passed in 1959 my great-great-grandfather my great-grandfather excuse me and so when my aunt passed away in 1986 she said to the folks like go ahead and just put my dates up on there so she had 1909 to 19 blank blank and then she lived to 20 uh 2010 2011 yeah mm-hmm. yeah 2010 she lived to 2010 because she was 101 um and so in her, she had to change her will to, to say that we had to fill in the letters because all of my life we were like, Grammy, what if you live to 2000, like to pass 2000, what are we going to do? We're just going to cross it off and then put 2000 or whatever year you pass. 
And she was like, no, she wasn't. She didn't like to laugh as much as I do. She was not amused. And she literally put it in her will so that we had to fill it in. But if you look closely, you can see that it was filled in because she said 1909 to 19 blank blank. So anyway, so she would go to church every single. She went to church a lot and she went to a Methodist church. And I only went to church on Easter and I went to a Christian camp when I was growing up. So those are my only two and like entrees into the religious world. But when I became an adult, it became tradition for me to go to church on Easter. And so when I moved to Rockville, I was like, golly, what, like, where am I going to go to church? I don't know. And then I started like looking into you, you, and I was like, what is this? Because I don't necessarily see myself as a very religious person, but I'm super spiritual and I believe in the interconnectedness of all things. And so I learned about this and I was like, all right, let me check this out. And then I got to campus and I was like, well, hello, beautiful building with so much light. And then I'm pretty sure Reverend Rebecca was, um, was preaching that day. And I just was like, who is this amazing human? And um and how do I do like what do I need to do to sign up like how do you know like I need to be part of this and part of that was that she looks like me a little bit I know we don't look like sisters but she is brown and has curly hair and I never seen that I went to Methodist churches in New Hampshire my entire childhood Mm. like no one looks like me anywhere. So that's what really drew me in. And then Adrian did the new to you, you. And I was like, what? Like there's brown people everywhere. In this place. <laughs> Again, like it's been many, many years since I lived in New Hampshire, but yeah, it's a huge difference to have a spiritual place filled with people who look like you. Like it's completely amazing. And so that's what brought me here. And I've now been a member for, I don't, I don't know when I started, honestly, I think it was, I think I came in 2016. I don't know. 27. I don't know. Some, sometime who knows time doesn't mean anything anymore. So at some point I came, I saw I'm starting to conquer. <laughs> and can we just have a yes moment for that? Like just coming into a space and seeing people that look like you, that made you feel welcome. Like that is so huge. Like that's a big thing. Um, And thank you so much for lifting that up. I do have to also say the music, okay? Because again, no offense to Methodists or like any other congregation, but I, I, I don't sing. I'm not a singer. I love to sing in the shower. I swear I'm real good, but I'm really bad. And the way that most congregations sing do not bring out the best in bad singers. Like it's real, like, uh, it's just awful. And I remember like Sarah, Sarah Jebian came on. She did like music from Broadway. She did like gospel. I was like, oh goodness. Okay, here we go. You know, and I was like, I can, I can get, I mean, I still sound horrible, but at least it's like, I I can be faded out (laughs) with with the other songs, you know, like, um, to this is the day, this is the day that the, it's just bad. It's not a good song for me. It's a great song, but it's like happy birthday. It's awful for my voice. So yeah. I have to I have to shout out to the music also. Of so since our um, theme of the month is the possible, 
creating possible out of the impossible, right? We're embracing possibilities. Um, can you tell us about an important person in your life that said or did things that made you feel like anything was possible? Of course. I have to do the cliche response, but and I'll tell you exactly why, though. It's my mom, 100%. My mother is the most amazing person I have ever met. I am so, sometimes I'm just like so in awe that I came from her, you know, like that she birthed me into life because I really feel like she is like just, she's amazing. I know most people feel that about their moms, but no, my mom is the best. <laughs> um, my mom was 20 years old when she gave birth to me and she was not married to my father. And my mom is a white woman. My father is black. And there was a lot in 1979 that was still, I mean, it's still, it's still something, you know, when people date outside. Hey folks, this has just been a snippet of the first episode of the Rockville Connection featuring Larissa Johnson and my co-host Kirk Freeman. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear the full episode, you'll have to check out our YouTube and our upcoming Patreon. Blessings to you all. This is Matthew P. Taylor and I'm out.